This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. I just finished traveling Southeast Asia for 41 days, and I usually always get sick when I travel, and quite frankly, eating is difficult for me. It's hard to find a restaurant, and I'm spoiled in Austin with my personal chef. Well, I took these little packets with me this time, 30 of them, in my carry-on suitcase. They kept me totally healthy with 11 different secret ingredients. You can see them at nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. I'll tell you more later on in the show. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. This is episode 673, and coming up tomorrow morning, you guys are gonna learn from Ramin Sayer of Sumo Logic. They've passed 1,300 customers. So if you're listening right now, trying to get your first customers, you wanna listen to this because Ramin has driven so much success. They've now raised $140 million. He breaks down the tactics, the emails, the phone calls he used to raise that money. And now they're flirting with $100 million in annual occurring revenue. And I ask him, Ramin, are you gonna go public? So if you guys listening have aspirations to go public one day, you wanna listen bright and early tomorrow morning and every morning when I release that new episode. Good morning, everybody. My guest this morning is Yarun Courthout. He's the co-founder and CEO of Salesflare, the intelligent CRM that startups and small businesses love to use. Now, prior to Salesflare, he was helping companies to implement the new CRM marketing and sales. Salesflare kicked off when he and his co-founder, Levian, found a way to automate their CRM data. Salesflare's mission is to automate everything in sales, but the irreplaceable human contacts. Yarun, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. All right. I'm doing good. Thanks for coming on. So tell us, uh, tell us, we got a little bit of a hint, but tell us what Salesflare does and what's your business model? How do you make money? Yeah, so we, uh, we help startups mostly uh, to make their sales more productive, uh, to always have the right data about the right customers, uh, to communicate better, manage your pipeline better. Uh, and how we make money is that we basically sell licenses, uh, good old SaaS model. Um, so we, we sell Salesflare in a licensing model, which is really, really um, straightforward. Just uh, 30 a month when you pay annual and 35 a month when you pay monthly. And is that uh, your only price point? So the average customer yeah, is paying on, 30 bucks? On, on plan, yeah. So it's simple. That's a good thing. Yeah, we keep it simple. That's good. Um, and give us some history here. When did you, when did you launch the company? Uh, we started um, halfway 2014. Um, Levin and I were working uh, on a software company. Um, we had tons of leads. We wanted to follow them up efficiently, like we all want to do. Uh, but we hated keeping all the info manually throughout the process. Um, and I've been assisting companies before with CRM sales and marketing, like I just said. Uh, I knew there was no solution to keep all info for us automatically, so we started building it. Um, and Salesflare is now an intelligent sales CRM that basically pulls all the CRM data for you. Uh, from emails, uh, calendar, phone, social media, uh, company databases, email, web tracking, so on, uh, so that you always have all the customer data uh, without lifting a finger yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and on top of that data, we're, bu we're building a lot of uh, automation and intelligence. Uh, so right now there's an automatic to-do list. Uh, there's indicators when a customer is hot, uh, you get a notification, 
you, you can see who your colleagues know at a company and how well, so this kind of stuff. Uh, we're building on top of uh, this, this massive data. And Yeroon, is this, you guys have self-funded this or you've raised capital? Uh, we've we've largely self-funded, so we we had uh, some money from an accelerator. Um, Which one? Some subsidies, some loans. It's a it's a accelerator here in Antwerp, Belgium. Uh, it's called Tillenet Kickstart, uh, and then also from the iMinds iStart, another accelerator. Um, now, did, basically, how did they both work? Do they take equity for say a hundred grand, or what was the relationship there? Uh, so the one was twenty-five um for no equity nothing okay. nothing attached in the end uh and the other one uh took a convertible loan okay uh, for how much that a convertible loan for 50k okay so you guys all in if you combine the accelerator money plus any friends and family plus your own money how much have you sunk in so far uh i think we've raised if, if you take in loans and everything subsidies uh, I think we've raised around, um, let me think, I think 700k. Okay. And what's given you like the flexibility to do this? So had you saved a bunch of, up a bunch of money in 2014 and, and that's why you kind of had a platform to, you know, invest in a new product on, give us a sense of where you were at in your life. Uh, I was, I was, I was basically doing consulting, um, which I, I advise to everyone, uh, as long as you, you're not ready to go full time, do some consulting. Uh, and when you feel the moment is there, you can you can make the switch quite easily. Um, and then then we got money from the accelerator. We got money from another accelerator, and got kind of piled up. Uh, we're currently doing a, another convertible round, like a real one, with investors. Um, For how much? Some, uh, we've raised 250k now. Um, and we're going to 350. And how do you think about? I, I assume this this note will kind of have a cap on it. What what what's the cap? I won't tell you that. That's Why not? Um, because it. Uh, I mean, it, that, that doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. We set to to VCs, etc. So I'd like to keep that that private. Okay. Um, where are you? So you you launched in 2014. Um, what are you guys at now in terms of total customers? I'd like to keep that private as well. Why? Uh, I mean. Um, because we basically compete with some big names, uh, and when I say uh, customer numbers, it will feel like we're a small company compared to them. Yeah, but Rune, uh, uh, you and I, you and I had a conversation before I had you on, and what did I tell you? I said a lot of our listeners are brand new startups. Like you're not, you're worried about sharing this because you think you're going to be embarrassed, and that's not the case. They want new stories. So, so I mean, how many customers are you at? A hundred, a thousand, fifty, ten? We're we're past the hundreds. Okay, past uh, 100, so but... Between 100 and 1,000. Okay, that's fine. So range is good. I And tell me again, why are you? Why don't you want to share that kind of information? I mean, everyone has to start at zero, so why would that embarrass you? It, it doesn't embarrass me per se, uh, but it gives people the feeling that you're a small company um, and people have issues trusting small companies, even if they have great products. Uh, they're always, like, uh, probing you, like... Uh, we, we've been through that and now it's better. Um, but I remember a lot of calls where people are like, uh, so how many customers do you have? Because people don't want to put their data and products that are not going to live yeah. past that point now, but it's still, it's still, they're still comparing you to, to, to big names. Um, and we're, we're a, a, a big name in terms of product. 
uh, not a big name like in in terms of size yet. So. Yep. So I mean, if I I'll do the math. So if you're between a hundred and a thousand, and and your ARPU is around thirty, you're doing somewhere between three uh, thirty grand per month and three hundred grand per month in terms of revenue. Is that accurate? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it can't be some like thirty and three hundred grand is a huge range. You have to be somewhere in that <laughs> range, right? <laughs> That's a huge range. People still have to do a plenty of guesswork. Um, so, w where are you guys based? Uh, we're based in Antwerp, Belgium. Belgium. Okay. And what's your team size currently? What are you guys at? We're six. Six people. Very good. And are those? I mean, are these mostly engineers or what? Uh, so it's it's three people currently working on building the product and three people on selling the product and delivering the customer service and all this kind of stuff. Okay. By the way, I did that math wrong. At, at a minimum of 100 customers times 30, you got between three grand and 30 grand, not 30 grand and 300 grand. Well, then you then you kind of know where we're at. So. Why didn't you correct me when I just said between 30 and 300 grand? You just smiled and played it off. <laughs> Uh, because I, I like I like people to uh, to uh, to think we're bigger than we are. Why? You know, some people. I have to tell you this. Some people yeah. love small companies because they have more flexibility and they'll bend to the what the customers want. You have this assumption in your brain that you're like weak because you're small, and that you can totally turn that into a strength. No, no, no. It's it is our strength. People, uh, our customers tell us that that we are we actually listen to them instead of. Uh, the, the big competitors that we're against. Totally. So why why not? Like, I mean, there's a sales pitch for anyone listening right now that's trying to get their first customer that sounds like this. We have five people, really, really smart. Here's our initial product. We will bend to anything you're interested in. Let's have a Skype call every week and use us like your outsourced dev team, but for free. I mean, that's how you pitch yourself as a small business and, and have it be a huge strength. Yeah. No, no I, 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 I get it. Okay, so. cool. All right, let's talk more about the market. So, I mean, how do you beat a HubSpot free CRM? Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, in terms of HubSpot, um, we have we have a few integrations that go much further than HubSpot. Um, they don't uh, scrape email signatures. Uh, the connection with the mailbox is is, is much much less there. Uh, we have some more automation, uh, and I always like to believe that our interface is nicer. Uh, but that's 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 up to people, of course. Uh, if people like free. And basically, you lose them. Uh, well, hold any, on, any, your any. own. Everybody likes free. No, but there's people that insist on free, and there's people that like free. Uh, and and if people understand that CRM is crucial to a business, and and you rather have a good one that is not free than a than a. Than well, a you're free making the assumption. You're making the assumption that it's not good if it's free. Right, which is a completely false assumption. A large company can subsidize a big product like Amazon did with diapers to put the diapers.com out of business. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, but this the, is why HubSpot's uh, doing sorry. what they're doing. I, I I completely understand why they're doing what they're doing, but uh, try your product and you'll see that it's better than HubSpot. Yeah, but but so how how do you beat them though? I mean, that's the key. I mean, let's say that you are better than them. When I do a, a tick by tick measurement yeah. of like, is it better? Is the data better? But let's say you are better. Yeah. That that analysis does not mm -hmm. matter if they out distribute you. So how do you beat them from a distribution perspective? How do you get more people to try yours? And then you're making the assumption that once they try you, they're going to stick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most people stick after they try. Uh, hey, my, my question is, how do you get more people yeah. to try? How do you beat HubSpot's distribution channels? That's indeed, uh, that's a big channel. And it's not just HubSpot. Huh? There's, a, there's a huge market full of CRMs. Um, it's, it's just uh, what, 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 what we're aiming at is, is sales automation. 
um, and and providing data in an automated way, but also making sales more and more automated. Uh, and there's very little companies in that space. Uh, so that's good. Most companies are trying to build a, a, an, an easy sales CRM or just a, a moldable database or something. Um, and by our focus, uh, we are moving faster than, than, than most companies on the product uh, end. Uh, of course, HubSpot's distribution channels are huge and we'll, we'll never be able to compete with that. Uh, but on the product size, we, we can certainly compete. And what is the, so a good measurement of kind of product value is to take a look at churn. So, so what's your monthly customer churn uh, in terms of, not in terms of revenue, just in terms of customers? Very low. I, we've only, I think we, we haven't even lost a handful of customers so far. Okay. So, so that, I mean, how many customers have you lost? You have, you said you have a minimum of a hundred. How many have started paying and then stopped paying? Three, I think. Okay, and this was over. Did you basically? You said you launched in 2014. So is that is it fair to say that over three years, you've no, grown to? No, we launched our product beginning of uh, 2015, and we got our first paying customer. That was really beta stuff. Uh, we launched. We had our first customer end of 2015. Okay, so you got your first customer end of 2015. So you had all of 2016, the first few months here of 2017. You've grown it to about 100. You've lost about three over that period. Yeah. That, so look, yeah. that's actually, I mean, <clears throat> assuming you're, you're measuring this, how most mo customer, uh, companies measure it, for the SMB space at a $30 price point, having three people churn over two years is actually extremely low. I mean, that's shockingly low. Yeah. Usually you're seeing SMB churn anywhere between, you know, 4 and 8% monthly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how it plays out from here. It's not like we have the, the huge amount of users yet to... Uh, to see a very accurate churn, that's what we have right now. How are uh, how are you acquiring customers currently? Oh, we have a we do all the usual stuff, but we try to do it better. Um, so we have a blog, uh, and we distribute the content to lots of places. Um, we we're doing outbound emailing, presence on different sites, uh, presence on social media. Uh, what we're currently mostly focusing on is is, is making startups successful uh, in terms of sales. Yeah, but uh, where we notice that a lot of our... yeah, you ruined my question though. Is like where yeah. are you getting new customers from? I understand your focus. I understand what you're doing, but like, are you spending on paid advertising? Is it from Facebook? Is it from Twitter? Where are you getting new customers? Uh, no, no, we don't do so much paid advertising. We only do paid advertising to um, to distribute our content better, and that's on Facebook mostly. Um, a lot of our customers recently are coming from Product Hunt. Uh, we, we were on Product Hunt two, three weeks ago, and that was that was huge. Uh, you said then, you yeah. had said on your Facebook page that Product Hunt had driven you about 200 new trials, trials, 4,000 unique visitors to the website, uh, yeah. 763 that upvotes. That was just in two days. Got it. Uh, after this, the, our our traffic was. was is still higher than, than it was before. So how many total, how many total, you said you have about, a, you know, more than a hundred paying customers. How many trials have, have tried the platform between, you know, mid 2015 and now? Mm, I have no idea like this. Come uh, on, you're this, ruined. This is like, that's like a number one thing that you would brag about. How does a CEO and founder of a company not know how many trials have tried your product? No, I, I really don't know. Uh, why do you not? But okay, then tell me why that's not important to you. How, how can you lead a company and track your conversion metrics if you don't know the, your top of funnel number? 
No, I, I track the I track the conversion. So I track the the amount of people that that convert on the website. I track the the amount of trials we have in two weeks, uh, and I track uh, how many paying customers we add because we have our targets on that. Obviously. So okay, so over the last two weeks, how many new trials have signed up? Let's see, I think we're around two fifty now. Okay, and on average, how many of them convert into a paying customer? Uh, that very much depends. Uh, we're somewhere between five and ten percent. It varies okay. week to week. That's pretty healthy. And what are some of the things you're doing inside the application to increase the likelihood that someone converts to a trial to a paying customer? Yeah, we we try to we try to um, make the the value as apparent as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. um, so when people come on the software, uh, first they get an explanation about what Salesforce does for them. Then we it goes through the different steps to set it up. It gives a small walkthrough, and then uh, basically immediately when you're there, uh, there's already some data in there. While most CRMs start empty, and Salesforce, when you go to the contacts, there's contacts already with information, uh, and you can start clicking on them and making accounts, uh, which makes it much quicker to, to get started. All right, Jeroen, good stuff, man. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. You can breathe like a sigh of relief. These are like pancake questions compared to the other ones I've asked, all right? Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, business book. The, the one that I read a few times recently was uh, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. It's not really a business book, but it's kind of a business book, if you know what I mean. Yep. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying currently? I'm not studying anyone in particular, but I'm, I've been reading uh, some biographies. Um, Tony Shea uh, from Zappos, uh, Elon Musk, Steve Jobs, Jeff Bezos. Uh, it's, it's interesting to see how they, they build their business and, and, and on, on what ground and what values. Um, it's a good inspiration. Number three, what's your favorite online tool, like Acuity Scheduling? Um... Zapier. Zapier, yep, good it's, one. Uh, Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Uh, seven to eight. It depends. Uh, and what's your current situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Uh, I'm married. Uh, not married. Uh, marrying. Uh, <laughs> engaged. No kids. <laughs> <laughs> no engaged, yeah. engaged, not married. Yeah, and how old are you, Yeroon? I am 32. Okay, last question. Take us back 12 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, when I was 20, I was really committed to studying. I had some side projects, uh, like selling cell phones, making websites and stuff. I wish I, um, I started bigger things earlier. Um, I wish I, I understood that, that if you just think a bit bigger, you can make bigger things and learn quicker. Guys, there you have it from Yeroon. He wishes he started bigger or started thinking bigger earlier. His company now that he's focused on is called Sales Flare. Launched in beta 2014, first paying customer in 2015 now. Over 100 paying customers, paying 30 bucks a month. Again, focused on this intelligent sales CRM space. $700,000 raised, currently raising uh, a, ca a capped note uh, uh, in the process of doing that right now. Yeroon will stay in touch. In the meantime, thanks for taking us to the top. Yeah, thank you. If you enjoyed Jerome today, go back and listen to Adam yesterday, where he breaks down how to use your agency to launch a SaaS product. 
It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners, but boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google Ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money. Hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. So guys, I'm so glad to be back in Austin. I just got back from a major tour of Southeast Asia, went to Sydney, Bangkok, Bali, and Japan. And you know, I always get sick when I travel. And this particular trip, my gosh, 15 different airports, 20 different hotels. I mean, imagine flushing in airport bathrooms. I was worried about germs and getting all the nutrition I need. I mean, finding a restaurant in Japan, difficult because nothing's in English. So it was hard enough to figure out the train system. But my point is, I had a guy named Drew Canoli on the show who said, Nathan, if you're concerned about that, take these little green packets with you. You just mix them once per day with water. They'll keep you super healthy. You get all your nutrients and they'll keep you from getting sick. So I took them and guys, they worked unbelievably well. I got no sickness, just mixed them with water once per day. They didn't make my water bottles all sticky. That's like nice. A lot of these mixers, they make them sticky. It was very clean and smooth. Took them once per day, never got sick. So they've got 11 superfoods and they're perfect if you're not traveling, but you're just on the go from your office to work. So you can check them out at nathanlatka.com forward slash juice. That's nathanlatka.com forward slash juice.